Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, how you doing? Daniel Ruiz Tyson is available for Monday the 13th of June 2022 with me, Daniel Ruiz Tyson, episode 396. That's my spoon you can hear. Drinking some peppermint tea, still trying to come in every day below five coffees, uh, decaf mainly. Uh, This is peppermint tea. Keep the spoon in there. I'm not a big uh, tea guy. Peppermint tea is about as far as I can go. Always keep the spoon in there. Constantly dunking the tea bag. I'm just, uh, as I say, very unfamiliar with tea. I doubt if I've drunk more than 500 cups of tea in my entire life. Tea of any variety. I think 2002, Barcelona was the only time I really got into tea. I can't remember what it was. I'd have to go out there again to find that brand of tea. But uh, the tea over here, it's never been my thing. Anyway, counting down to the 400. Definitely have entered the fun size fruit era just as I hit that audio uh, milestone. I suspect I've got a few more uh, negative milestones to tick off before this is all over. The way things are going this winter... I think food banks might be the next step on this, uh, whatever it is, reverse journey, this descent. We'll need to, uh, what is that now? What is that? Why can't we just have the police sirens? Back to the food banks. I'll need to crowdfund a tin opener. You always see a lot of tins at food banks. I know this because I obviously take a look when I'm in the supermarkets at the donations that are handed in. And of course, I did an interview at a food bank for some Christmas specials back in 2015 for this show. You get a lot of dried pasta too. With the rodent situation on high alert, that's definitely a no right now. They do love pasta, wheat, cereals. I need to buy sealed boxes to keep everything in. It's all about keeping the costs down right now almost the first hard swallow of the show there but uh, managed to avoid it don't normally avoid the hard swallows there was another one that's a hard swallow that's the first hard swallow of the show 0748 hours there's your first uh time stamp hope you're all healthy anyway and doing what you need to be doing to keep yourself going told you last week about losing my glove on the bus I'm now hoisting myself up to the upper decks of buses, single-gloved, right hand, but concerned I may end up with the uh, right arm far bigger than the other, known, of course, in some circles as arm. It is uh, noisy out there early morning, so you're going to get the rush hour traffic. Of course, got the uh, Thames water manhole covers as well, which you'll probably hear. The clean water asset covers, as they tell me. I've now got the council trying to sort out a repair though the carriageway apparently is going to be resurfaced again it is non-stop on this uh, road my neck is very stiff taking a couple of ibuprofen this morning i try to avoid ibuprofen but they're a lot cheaper than neurofen but there is a lot of concern in the media about uh, regular ibuprofen use i'm using pills quite a lot at the moment to combat this uh, neck issue 
And it's down to all the traveling for these gigs because I'm not normally someone who travels a lot on public transport. This year has been, uh, there's seen a big increase in that as I try to uh, get to gigs. And I've been doing these neck exercises, which I've only just been, you know, I've only just gone into the first two or three exercises in this YouTube video. I haven't even done the bigger exercises, but. I think I should have taken a, a day's break between them. I started on Saturday, did more yesterday, and today I'm really feeling it this morning, so I've had to take a couple of pills. My neck is just, it is solid. Also, uh, you know, because it's now warmer weather, I'm traveling around just in uh, T-shirts, and I think I might have said last week I'm always a bit concerned now when I go to gigs as well you know my bare elbows will be resting on a table they'll be on buses so when I get home I'm always uh, washing my elbows in the sink scrubbing like some surgeon uh, just about to uh, undertake surgery uh, weird dream yesterday I think it was I was back living in the property I'd not been able to find any uh, housing alternative housing so I ended up back in this place I lived in in Stockwell in Spencer Mews which I only moved out of about two weeks before launching this show in November 2012 it was a horrendous flat as bad as this place is I think I prefer living here to that place that that place it was a really long 18 months there I was uh, you know I'm not I can't remember the last time I was actually happy in a place, but that place was particularly bad. Just just everything about it. I was there during the uh, the the riots of 2011. I moved there in May 2011. The landlord was awful. The lettings agents were awful. The landlord had his uh, hard swallow 7:53 hours. 0753 hours for consistency. The landlord had been running a hotel. The landlord actually looked like Bernie Eccleston. The landlord had been, um, he had property in Morocco. He had a hotel in Morocco. It went uh, tits up during the financial crash. So he moved in above me about seven or eight months in. And I'd been okay with the neighbours until then. And this guy, he just had no regard for noise. He actually turned out, I think he used to sit in the House of Lords as well i think he was i can't remember if he was part of the he was descended from the mount battens I, i'm i might be misremembering that but he was sitting in the house of lords so he would get home every night two or three in the morning he would leave the extractor fan light on in the bathroom or the the, the, the light on in his bathroom and they were windowless bathrooms so i could hear the extractor fan all night he wouldn't stop walking around they were poorly converted flats obviously being the landlord he didn't care and that's the first time I started confronting neighbours, and it, it taught me that, that it taught me a very uh, useful lesson. Uh, one, don't live below anyone again, which is something I'm not very familiar with. But also that no matter, you, you know, you don't have any idea when you go and knock on someone's door if they're being noisy. You may not know who they are. You don't know how big that guy behind the door is going to be. But you got to do it. you got to confront them. you got to let them know you're there. And ever since then, I've, I've, I've followed that. So it taught me a big lesson, but he was an absolute nightmare and I used to bang on his ceiling. I can't believe I did that now. But um, again, if I was uh, a short-tempered guy, I might have got into some uh, trouble there. So I was back in this property, which I think was one of a number of turning points for me around the late noughties, early uh early 2010s and uh, woke up just relieved that I wasn't actually back there. So I keep having these dreams where I'm back in flats, 
homes. You know, last week it was Mayflower, you know, with the uh, roof leaks. Trying to sort out these levels. What's going on here? Not using the headphones, so I'm not... There we go. Hard swallow. I'm not using the uh, headphones for reasons I'll come on to later. I don't often use them anyway, but sometimes I might just have one cupped over my ear. But uh, not at the moment, so it's hard to... Hard to see how these levels are going. Right, let's let's try and crack on. Let's try and stick to these levels. That might be too high. So yeah, weird dreams. And always, well, often related to housing. Uh, on to today, uh, the weather seems better in South London. Today's plan, phone appointment uh, in 75 minutes, 09, 10 hours. Not looking forward to that. Then a quick visit to my aunt and uncle's. And then uh, to the cafe for some writing. Tomorrow, of course, the cafe will be closed and I will be struggling mentally. Every time my aunt calls me, no matter what time of day it is, she says, uh, if I haven't answered the phone, when I finally catch up with her later in the day, were you in bed? Just because I didn't answer the phone, I had to be in bed. It couldn't be that I was doing something else. Last Friday, 19.30 hours, again, you know, were you in bed? I called you earlier. It took three calls to complete that particular call on Friday evening. She's just got this chaotic way of answering the phone. She shouldn't have a phone. All manner of beeps. She cuts me off. I have to call her back. Never says it's her. Never owns up to it being her. I have this problem with no one else, I tell her. She, you know, doesn't know how to have numbers on speed dials. So what she does is she has scraps of paper... And she will enter every number that she calls, she enters manually. And that's how her and my uncle function with their mobile phones. Uh, Seriously. You can use age as an excuse up to a point. You get plenty of people, of, uh, you know, elderly people who have adapted to these things. You know, mobile phones have been around now for 25 years. These guys... They've got so many phones between them. Well, my aunt, I think, has at least three. It's, uh, I don't know, I'm going to beat them to the grave, I'm telling you. TFL, they've been irritating me the last few days. Again, I'm seeing this a lot because I'm on buses now pretty much every other day. And just so many passengers out there just really taking the absolute piss. Uh, There was a girl last week, headphones on. Didn't even take the headphones, oh, the AirPods in. Didn't even take them offer she just said to the driver she stepped in ahead of me she said to the driver she must have been about 18 or 19 I forgot my oyster just waiting there to be allowed to get on it's when did not having your pass not become an issue you know go home get your pass everyone seems to forget their pass and I'm Mr Muggins standing behind them tapping in my oyster or my bank card like a good citizen Saturday night, making my way to a gig in London Bridge. Woman with um, a fancy bag from one of the uh, fancy clothes shops in uh, Brixton. Might have been one of the fancy concessions inside Morley's. Uh, Again, didn't take her AirPods out. Says to the driver, I forgot my oyster. The driver at that point looked like he was going to stand his ground the conversation was going back and forth eventually she had to take one of her airpods out she uh, she again said that she'd forgotten 
uh, oyster needed to get home. The driver pointed out, well, everyone needs to go home. There was a standoff. Eventually, he just lets her on. I just gave him a look as I tapped in the uh, bank card. It's just... It says as much about TFL, I suppose. They don't want their drivers taking any risks, but uh, it says a lot about them. It says a lot about people out there. I mean, do you expect to travel for free? It just does my head in, really. So I'm just looking at the levels there again. Had a call from the, the audiology department at uh, the hospital again, telling me I really need to be wearing a hearing aid. That's the truth of it. It's something now that's uh, handicapping me on a daily basis, especially when I'm at a gig and I might be talking to a comic who's got a quieter voice. I had that problem last night. I was speaking to this uh, audiology doctor last week, audiology consultant, and uh, she was telling me it's going to come at some point. You need to uh, accept this. It's quite a high level of uh, audio loss. It's been all the podcasting that's really done it in the last 10, 12 years. Though, if I go back to being a kid when I got my first uh, headphones in 85, I'd always have earache afterwards. I was always aware of it. So I would always go through long periods of uh, not wearing them. And even as a kid, it struck me as very odd that you could put things in your ears or on your ears as it was in those days with the orange headphones, uh, the foam headphones. And uh, I just thought, yeah, you're going to lose your hearing, aren't you? Or you're going to have your hearing is going to be affected because this is so unnatural. So I was always aware of it and I would always be troubled by it. And then you know, during the 90s, it became a major issue. The mid-90s, I started suffering balance issues. There were blackouts in 95, 96, always when I was lying on my back in bed. So I never sleep on my back to this day. All to do with balance, all to do with, you know, gradual hearing loss, you know, bouts of vertigo. Vertigo, you know, has dogged me since uh, consistently since 2014. And the danger with these neck exercises that I've been doing is that the the gateway exercise for this is turning your neck up and down side to side and these can trigger vertigo and I know that because I used to be at the balance clinic in guys and uh, there was one occasion where they'd overloaded me with exercises I'd done the first group of exercises for a month they'd gone really well and they forgot to tell me when it came to the second month of exercises that you're meant to drop the first month of exercises so I was doing hard swallow 0802 I was doing double the amount of exercises I should have been doing and uh, the vertigo returned so look I said to this uh, I said to this consultant you know I'm living on my own it's not that I want to be in a relationship because I probably don't I just like to be happier in my life I don't think wearing a hearing aid is going to do that I'd also have to grow out my hair probably have to grow a mullet have to grow the hair over the years because I'm going to be too self-conscious with a hearing aid and you know if I was on stage I'd probably have to acknowledge the hearing aid there is another comic I've seen an MC who's got a hearing aid and he kept on uh, referencing the hearing aid you know I don't want to be one of these uh, aging guys who thinks he's a <clears throat> there's the voice going sorry who thinks he's a rock star and has long hair because it's going to look uh, crap at this age but uh, there's no way I'd be sticking with the short hair if I had to wear a hearing aid but it is becoming a, a problem on a daily basis I will always mishear something or I'm now at the stage I think where I'm trying to guess something and thankfully I don't wear airpods because that would be a bigger problem now I know so many people 
wear AirPods now. Uh, personally, I've always thought they look stupid. That's just a personal uh, opinion. It looks like it makes the wearer look like something out of a sci-fi film or, or like they're in security. But this consultant was telling me that what they're now seeing that they've never seen before, and it's down to the AirPods, is they're seeing people under 40 with hearing losses normally associated with people over 40. They've never seen that before, and they're putting that down to AirPods. She commended me on scaling back the uh, audio work. I said to her, it does help if you uh, launch major projects that absolutely bomb. Yeah, she was telling me it was a good decision not to wear the AirPods, good decision not to wear the headphones, which I'm not wearing when I'm recording, if I can avoid it. She said, of course, it is well known, uh, as you will know, that anyone in who works with sound has some form of hearing loss. But what they never expected, what has been unprecedented, is how young the people going to them with hearing loss now are. Now, of course, you've spent your money on your fancy earpods. Airpods, I can't even get them right. It doesn't matter, does it? I'm never going to wear them. So, of course, you're going to want to wear them and you've bought them for a reason. But what I will advise you is don't use them as much as you were planning on. Take it from me because the day will come when you're going to have issues with your hearing and you're going to start struggling. And for me at the moment, maybe because it's fresh in my mind what the consultant said, maybe I'm particularly sensitive to this at the moment and I'm becoming aware that I'm struggling more and more to to hear what people are saying, particularly on my right side. Maybe it will calm down. She said that the hearing aid will be unavoidable. Uh, Given I'm not really too sure if I'm ever going to make it out of this place, maybe I will make it into the afterlife without ever having to wear hearing aid but uh, yeah definitely at that age now where things are really uh, starting to, to to fall apart on a brighter note on the running that was a good uh, week last week I did one shorter run when I had a gig I think Wednesday or Thursday no Wednesday I had football in the evening which actually got cancelled I turned up and it had been cancelled that was a, a waste of an evening I tried to get a gig on the way back but there weren't any gigs but hard swallow 0806. I can't even remember what I was talking about. Yeah, I did a shorter run. That's it. Did 4K on the Wednesday. Monday and Friday, I did 10Ks. Relatively comfortable, I I I think. I do think it becomes more comfortable to do the 10K than it does the the 6Ks I'd been stuck on for a while. Although, yeah, I just... I just find it so boring. I really do find it boring, obviously, with a hearing issue, uh, disregarding the fact for a moment that I just can't multitask. I'm never going to have that uh, ability to, well, I'm never going to have the option of running with something in my ears to distract me. And also, you know, as I've said many a time, I'd just be conscious of the heavy breathing that you always get with people who are wearing earphones while they're running. But uh, yeah, good to get indoors after uh, pushing myself in the park again. But I just wish I could uh, enjoy it a bit more. Julie Cruz, she died last week and I just thought I'd mention her because although I wasn't a Twin Peaks fan, it might have been a bit too early for me. Maybe I just didn't appreciate it and I didn't know Julie Cruz's other work, but I always listen consistently since it was released, I think in 89 or 90, every year I would have a run of weeks where I was just playing Julie Cruz on 
you know, my iPod or CD Walkman, uh, you know, suspecting that 20, 30 years later I would be having hearing issues, of course. I just thought it was such a beautiful song. It really was. I was a bit worried uh, because I'd heard this news that she'd passed away on Twitter by someone I follow. And uh, I confessed to her that I didn't know too much about her work and I was worried that I'd it would become clear because the only song of hers I knew was Falling. And she said, well, to be fair, it was still her best song because I was saying it'd be... I, I might be coming across as someone who's a Krista Berg fan but, or, or claims to be a Krista Berg fan but only knows Lady in Red. But, yeah, I never really knew her back catalogue but just that one song. I mean, if you're going to be a one-hit wonder, I'm not saying that she was but to me, that's the only Julie Cruz track I, I knew but it was such a different song for that time or even this time and uh, if you're going to leave this world with one genius moment what a moment that was for anyone just wanted to mention that uh, books still finishing the stephen price book by gaslight it has been a massive hurdle getting past the first hundred pages because of the lack of punctuation and it's as i said it's close to 800 pages this book and i still think it's a massive mistake on the author's part to write it in such a way but after 100 or so pages, I managed to adapt. And I'm glad I, I stuck with it because I have to say, I think it's a masterpiece. It's probably one of the best books I've read in the last couple of years. There's another book I would put up there with it, but I can't remember the name, but I have mentioned it on this show. But it's just an absolutely brilliant piece of work. I think I'm down to the final couple of hundred pages now. I'm reading it every night, ungloved. It's a used book, but it's ungloved. Uh, you know, I've gone ungloved with it. It's in fairly clean condition. The cover's a bit, uh, you know, tatty, and I'm just gelling. Every time I'm slipping a whole sugar-free lozenge in my mouth, uh, another addiction that has got out of hand, uh, I'm hand gelling and then getting back to the book. It's a brilliant book. It's one of those books I'm not looking forward to finishing because the next book is just not really going to compare. Right, let's crack on with the final half of the show. I'm going to be back in a moment. Oh, eight, ten hours. Got to get ready for this uh, oh, nine, ten hours. Phone call. Catch you in a moment. The neck is so bad this morning that it's not even responding to the ibuprofen. Just rock solid. I'm walking to my aunt's today. No, actually, I'm not. I'm taking the bus. What am I talking about? And uh, then on to the cafe. So I'm not sure that's going to improve things. I'll just make sure I don't read anything or, or do any work on the bus. Anyway, let's crack on with this. I think that was really meant for my, you know internal voice rather than the show let me crack on with the show you're listening to episode 396 of daniel ruiz tyson is available follow me on twitter and instagram at 1607 westick facebook.com forward slash drt available daniel ruiz tyson.com for all my work you of course have the patron page that keeps this show alive patron.com forward slash drt available appreciate the 17 of you who continue to support the podcast like the last 17 in vintage Star Wars action figures. They're the ones that are worth an absolute uh, fortune. Uh, you can also support the work via one-off donations via PayPal and Kofi.com or coffee.com. Forgot how that said. Urinal, urinal. Uh, links on my website to all of those. All donations come straight back 
into this work, you, of course, have the Facebook uh, comedy page as well, which is at DRT Comedy. You can uh, request to add yourself on there, and I will add you. Uh, Gigs, my God, been a busy one, and uh, a busy week ahead as well. Got loads of gigs at the moment. Uh, Just done my 57th gig last night, and... Did a competition last week. I'm not really a competition guy. It taught me that I'm not going to win competitions. You know, they're often poorly uh, attended and obviously it tends to be a younger audience as well. And uh, yeah, my stuff, again, I got pulled up by someone in a positive way at the end and other comics that I really like your stuff. So it always seems to register with someone, but not always enough people. But that was fine. The MC at the end, so there were three heats. It was a ridiculously long night. The lights at the venue had gone uh, above the venue. Someone was drilling well late into the night, so there was some work going on in the venue. Uh, The lights had gone. They had to open a a door to the WC to illuminate the stage. The light would keep going off every 10 minutes. It was a bit like being in a non-suite flat you know, where you could see your bathroom from wherever you sat in the flat. And I thought, well, I could have just stayed at home, really, if I wanted this visual. And uh, there were people there who were very keen to win it. I wanted the trophy, the miniature trophy on offer, just for Star Wars football. I really did, because, you know, I I gave away all my trophies, or my dad did when the Sabuccio went in uh, 88. The, The gig was in Deptford, which is in southeast London. I cocked up my journey there and back. Four-hour round trip, if that. I, I, I got home at uh, 12.45 hours. Sorry, 0.45 hours. Yeah, got back, yeah. Early hours of the morning. It was an absolute nightmare. I messed up my journey. I'd made it longer. I recognised the closed Payless shop in on Deptford High Street that I could have got to in about 30 minutes from where I am. And instead, it took me an hour and a half to get there because, you know, the TFL journey planner gave me different routes. So it was three, four buses to get there, uh, three buses to get back. So it was three heats, five comedians in each heat. And then at the end, uh, the comics from the each heat would stand on stage again I just blocked this out mentally you know I just thought I've got to go through this I knew it was going to be like this this is why I don't do competitions but you know I'm on 50 milligrams of sertraline I can deal with this the MC had downloaded this uh, decibel counter app and uh, he would put the phone in front of you when it was your turn to be applauded and people would whoop and holler and the decibel counter for me was a disgracefully low score, which I actually think for me was the funniest moment of the evening. I wasn't surprised by it. I was just relieved to get off the stage. I just wanted to go home. They had stools there rather than chairs, really low stools, didn't help the neck, didn't want to use the uh, fragrance-free deep heat because it does have a distinctive smell despite being fragrance-free. Uh, they got my name wrong again. You know, I sign off all my emails for gigs. You know, Daniel Ruiz Tyson. I don't care how they pronounce the Tyson. In fact, uh, the guy yesterday, great MC Brixton, Alfie Evers, he actually says Tizon, which is actually closer to the Spanish pronunciation. And uh, at least he said my name, but very frustrating to be doing these gigs and uh, often the name they don't get right. At uh, Saturday's gig in London Bridge, 
Aussie MC and uh, she said, how do I say your name? And I told her, she just blew out her cheeks as if to say, God, I'm not going to be able to say that. So I had to spell it for her phonetically. But at least, you know, at least that was a workaround. At least we had a workaround. That was um, that was my first pro gig. It was a difficult venue uh, in that uh, you had the England-Italy game going on downstairs. And then rather than the space being closed off properly upstairs, it just had a thick curtain, but the noise was coming in. The windows were open as well because it was a warm evening. And of course, COVID is on the rise. You know, no one's really talking about that, but it's one in 65 people last week in the UK had COVID. As I say, I've said it, I I would be surprised if I don't have it again before this year's out. And I, I would imagine I'll have it again by next spring it's just going to be one of those things I'm more concerned that it means uh, you know comedy shows which are struggling you know for audiences that they might shut down again and I lose this uh, momentum so I was the penultimate act on Saturday it was it was a good experience it was a a quiet audience I don't think it was a a typical stand-up audience but I, I did well I lost the audience a bit in the middle when my material went a bit dark the guy after me was uh, this brummy comedian, nice guy to speak to. He was doing the kind of material that works well with northern audiences by his own admission, less well with a metropolitan elite London audience. Good experience trying to do more of these gigs, trying to just step away from the, the, the smaller ones and gigs where I'm gigging with comedians who are just clearly not going somewhere or have been at that uh, level for just too long and are clearly not making any progress. You know, I don't want that negativity feeding into my stand-up. And I'm trying to think, let me find my... Uh, where's my diary? This desk is a mess Uh, look at this got my uh, tinnitus tinnitus uh, booklet here breaking the vicious cycle is the key to managing uh, managing tinnitus where is my diary where is my little diary my comedy diary right I'm going to have to pause this it's right in front of me this is it senior moment every day right uh, see what gigs I had last week. So that was the comedy competition. Yeah, I did the Afro Social last night in Brixton with Alfie Evers. That was a really good gig. That guy is a, a brilliant MC. He's relatively new. I would say he's my favorite MC on the circuit. He is just very funny, very friendly guy. That was quite a, you know, quite a decent audience there and uh, proper stage which worried me I didn't want to you know trip up on the steps there so I was a bit awkward and quite narrow steps as well so coming down was a a bit of a concern so I think it was uh, three gigs I did last week was it three because I'm doing I think about 10 or 11 between now and this month I have posted all the information on the social media stuff tonight Hard Swallow, 0820 tonight. I'm at uh, Nice and Spiky in Angel. That's the Regent Pub. I'll stick all the details again later on uh, on the... Um, I can't even speak social media. Let me see if I can actually... Not that you're going to come, but uh, I can at least make myself feel very professional by giving out uh, the details. Let me just... Here we go. 
Nice and spiky. It's the Regent, uh, 201 Liverpool Road, Islington. That's N1, seven minutes walk from Angel Tube. It's a bit longer than seven minutes. I've walked that road. There's no buses on that road that I can see or that I have seen uh, last time I was there. So, uh, yeah, a bit generous. There's like when they say it takes, uh, you can be in the West End from Stockwell within 10 minutes by car. No, you can't. You could live for a thousand years. That doesn't happen unless cars are going to be super fast in the future. And, and, you know, if anything, it looks like cars are going to be phased out, maybe the way things are are going. Tomorrow, I'm also in the Angel at uh, Rats Comedy, Harry Deansway's night. I think I was MySpace friends with him in the... uh, mid noughties he's been knocking around for a while let me uh obviously the the rodent reference to this gig that's a bit that's a bit of a concern for me okay here we go tomorrow also the angel 58 penton street london n1 that's angel i don't know the name of the venue we'll see Uh, london's most notorious comedy night I hope that's not the case. I didn't read that bit. So that's just a short set there. And on Thursday, another competition, uh, the Get Up Stand Up uh, Comedy Heat. That's at the Comedy Pub in uh, Piccadilly. That starts at 7 p.m. That's SW1. And that's my gigs for this week. Just trying to... No, it is a it is a challenge. It's a challenge to speak sometimes for me, as you know. It is a challenge doing these gigs, but it's a challenge I'm I'm you know, I think I'm stepping up to and turning up at these places. I'm not nervous. The journeys are becoming less fraught, not in terms of travel time, but just in terms of uh, levels of anxiety. But you know, when I'm on stage, I'm you know, I'm coping with it uh, fairly well and uh you know sometimes i'm thinking what another gig why don't i just stay in and relax well i need to do something you know i need to try and find money from somewhere because at the moment things just aren't working well and uh, this is a chance it's an unexpected chance i think it's uh, as i've said in recent weeks it's only happening because of where I am in my life, but it may be no bad thing. I'm making something good out of something very bad. You know, told by a couple of MCs, again, you're very distinctive, which is why it can be difficult to place you somewhere in a lineup and why some promoters may, you know, may be worried about having you on. You're going to be better in a quiet room. So, uh, yeah, I've just got to be uh, got to be patient. Let me give you my nectar points. It'll be a shorter show this week, I think, after last week's epic 63-minute uh, show. Opening balance going into... No, that's the wrong one. That's the 6th of June. I've just... I've seen this. Here we go. Yeah, that's the one. 11th of June. Where was this? I can't remember where this was. Nine Elms, might have been Nine Elms, bought uh, to... No, this was uh, Herne Hill, actually. I went to, yeah, Herne Hill, Sainsbury's, the big Sainsbury's, before going to my gig in London Bridge. Couldn't live without the uh, Hall Sugar Free. Was worried about uh, being without them for the weekend. Bought two of those, 60 pence each, and some anti-back wipes. Travel to the gig with all of these. I can't travel light. Even yesterday's Brixton gig, which I uh, was able to walk to, I took my bag 
And yeah, just wish I could travel light. Anyway, opening balance was 50 points, earned two points on uh, uh, an outlay of £2.20. New points balance, 52 points worth 26p. Nothing much to report there. Far more to report with Star Wars football. I'm a bit concerned that my commentary is... uh, vague these days I used to be such a good commentator going back to my Sabucho days car football days and with Star Wars football and uh, maybe uh, I'm thinking maybe because it's bigger teams now it used to be four aside then five aside then seven aside for 20 years now it's eight aside maybe the fact there's bigger teams uh, means that I'm constantly just referencing the players rather than saying whereabouts on the pitch they are so now I'm trying to improve the commentary, trying to get it back to what it was. So I'm saying, you know, for example, yesterday's Alderaan Besbin game, uh, Phasma, the uh, highly technical Alderaan holding midfielder. So I'm saying Phasma just inside his own half on the edge of the centre circle, trying to paint that picture of where these players are on the pitch because all I'm doing is just naming the players. I became aware of it. It's a really boring commentary. So I'm trying to up the commentary. You know, it's a great product. It's a very glossy league. I like to think that it's got a greater strength in depth than uh, uh, the Premier League. But the commentary, I really need to up the um, quality. FA Cup, last 16, last week. Uh, I'll give you the, the the FA Cup scores that I that had. The, the, whew, can I speak? The, res, the games, the games even that hadn't been played uh, yet. Going into episode 395. Death Star, under new management, of course, they were at home to Rebels. First 13 minutes, even contest and Rebels just absolutely dismantled Death Star. 5-0 to Rebels. What a score for last season's, uh, what a win for last season's beaten finalist. Uh, then Takadan, second division, Takadan lost to Apex Overlook 1-0. Not Apex's best performance, but, you know, teams often struggle against the second division teams. It's, uh, you know, often tricky uh, opponents, a more rugged form of football that they're up against. And uh, then Besbin, the shock of the round, really. Besbin lost at home two goals to nil to Concord Dawn. Last season's league champions really starting to struggle a bit, winless in a, a number of games now. Hot Swallow, 08-27. Empire nil, Alderaan three. Nil-nil at halftime. Alderaan absolutely battered them. Actually, I should give you the goal scorers for the... Uh, Rebels game, Vader got two, Endor Leia got one, Death Star Commander, the sub got one, Barada got one as well. Uh, Apex Overlook, it was uh, Limp Along Lando, this Lando figure that I bought with only one foot on eBay, couldn't sell him, bought him by mistake, so uh, he now plays Star Wars football. And uh, Finn scored his first goal for Concord Dawn against uh, Besbin and Hoss scored his fourth in four games as well. Empire, Neil Alderaan, three. Snaggletooth, B-Wing got his 14th of the season, R5, D4, the droid. Uh, he got the man of the match as well, so a comfortable win for for Alderaan. Empire's home form is abysmal. Uh, and Holder's X-Wing had a very difficult draw. They travelled to Tatooine. I'm going for Tatooine now rather than Tatooine. Although... 
having made this change, I'm now finding that I'm going back to saying Tattoon, which is what I originally called them for the best part of 38 years. So Tatooine beat the holders X-Wing 2-0, Tatooine now unbeaten in 27 games. The draw for the FA Cup quarterfinals, Rebels at home to Aldron in the tie the round, Tatooine at home to second division Ord Montel, second division Hosnian Prime, they host Concord Dawn and Apex Overlook host league leaders Hoth League Week 9 started on Saturday I should say my uh preparation for gigs has involved late Star Wars games which often leave me having to rush you know showering uh shaving if I'm shaving or clipping the beard and then rushing off the gigs just uh, the Star Wars football does help me uh, forget a bit and last night's gig actually I got one gag wrong uh, kind of things got a bit messy just tiredness I think I'm I'm going to feel that this week I, I know when I'm doing too many gigs I do get quite tired because I don't sleep when I get in I get home late I might have something uh, I'll have a snack last night was more than a snack I had a big bowl of porridge as I listened to uh, the much diminished Howard Hughes the unexplained on talk tv they've absolutely wrecked that show so uh, not the healthiest thing when I'm coming home late at night, but I didn't eat much during the day yesterday anyway. And, uh, you know, I'm doing, a, I'm, I'm still exercising regularly. Of course, I'm continuing to do the planks, the abdominal exercises. They're part of my uh, every day. So uh, we'll see. And we'll see what the doctor says about why I've lost uh, so much weight. I don't even know how I got onto that. Uh, Concord Dawn won Rebels 1. Gattuso put through his own goal to give Rebels a point just two minutes from time after a brilliant performance on his part. Uh, Rebels now unbeaten in five, Concord Dawn unbeaten in nine. Uh, the derby yesterday, Empire versus Hoth. Empire took the lead twice. Hoth, two late goals from Pruneface after Lom came on and provided the two assists. Uh, made sure that Hoth stayed top and uh, pulled away at the top. Now they're on 19 points. Uh, a, a, a haul of 19 points from 27 points. This time last season, Besbin had 17 points from uh, nine games. Uh, yesterday evening, just before my gig, Aldran won, Besbin won, Aldran should have won brilliant performance from them B-Wing got his 15th goal of the season I think uh, 8 or 9 of his goals have come from assists from Snaggletooth uh, Snaggletooth even they've got a telepathic relationship they're a bit like Toshak and Keegan for Liverpool in the 70s Bezbin uh, equalised 10 minutes from time brilliant ball in from Walrus Man from the right uh, deep cross Boss got in for his 6th goal of the season uh, uh, Bezbin stays second Aldron stay third but they'll be concerned that Hoth have pulled away uh, cafe wise again not much to uh, report Nick uh, Nick not Mick Fleetwood is uh, looking uh, just looking almost like he's on his way out at the moment I know he's got a uh, quite a bit to do he's moving into a new flat apparently in the same block uh, and it's supposed to be the same layout as his current flat but just in reverse so that's going to be a bit weird so for example if the front room was at the front of the flat he's now going to have the front room at the back of the flat he said it's going to be a bit of an adjustment he wasn't saying this to me he was saying this to Morocco when they weren't uh, fighting saw future me a, a couple of times he's looking okay he's enjoying the fact that uh, 
although it's not ideal that there's no World Cup this summer, it does mean that there is an opportunity for other sports to shine. He's a bit of a cricket fan, used to go to the Oval and watch uh, Surrey. And it is interesting, though, that this summer other sports are going to have an opportunity, a bit like the old days, to have their time literally in the sun, assuming that we're going to have some sun. And there's not much else to report uh, from the cafe so I'm going to wrap things up and say to you that is it that is the end of today's show if you can do please share and uh, retweet the show you know spread the word about this work it's uh, the downloads uh, are poor and then I get a situation like last night where in the last 24 hours there's been about 65 downloads which is no doubt someone who's just discovered the show and downloading a bunch of uh, shows for nothing and that is the life of the creator these days now it's time for you to get those shoulders back keep on walking towards the sun i'm daniel ruiz tyson and this start of the week i have been available 